Welcome back to the Life of a Gentleman podcast. Here is where the guys discuss, debate, and consider all aspects of living like a true gentleman. Rich and Anton will consider entrepreneurship, success, fashion and styling, family life, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest saunter into the life of a gentleman. Guys, take it away. How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to the Life of the Gentleman podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about something that for many um, was a little bit sobering, for others sad, and for some, and I would like to say a small majority, even a joyous time. Uh, What we're going to talk about is the life and the very short legacy of Kevin Samuels. Um, For many, he changed their lives. For others, he dropped gems and all kinds of things that you were able to build from or to work with or to use in your everyday life. And for others, he was a very polarizing figure. So this week, um, we're just going to discuss his legacy and for the short time that he was in most of our lives, um, how he affected our thoughts and our ideas uh, when it came to a number of different things. Uh, Rich, uh, I'm going to toss it over to you. Tell me, you know, where you are when it comes to uh, Kev Samuels and what he meant to the culture or, you know, dating and life and, you know, being a man, all those kind of good things. Yeah, well, first and foremost, it just shows us all how short life can be. You know, one minute you can be, quote unquote, on top of the world and the next minute you're gone. But as far as his legacy is concerned, um, I, I will always admire his work ethic. Like him, love him or hate him, the man put in work. The man did lives. The man was a one-man engineering crew. He had camera angles. He had great quality. Uh, I admired him for um, always trying to make his presentations as professional as possible. Right. And um, so you can't take that away from him no matter what. No, I agree. As far as some of his message, um, like you said, the word is polarizing. Right. There were guys out there that championed him and loved him. And uh, there were women out there that absolutely hated him. And some sadly even celebrated his death, which is despicable to celebrate anybody's death. And but, not to cut you off, there were some guys as well who celebrated yeah, his death. Yeah, there were. You know, there the, were. The, and I, and I think was. they were. And, and let's be fair. I don't believe that most women celebrated his death. I don't. No, it, not it, most. It was, yeah. a, it was a small group. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a small group. They, they're just loud. Yeah, what, you know, yeah, what do we call it? The vocal minority. Yeah, yeah, vocal minority, exactly. So when you think about it like that, um, what always kind of makes me chuckle, and I know a few people that are, um, you know, Kevin Disciples. And um, the thing that always makes me laugh, and it's the fact that people hear what they wanted to hear. They took bits and pieces, not just sound bites, but even if you listen to a full broadcast, people would take bits and pieces, apply it to their lives, but at the same time, leave out some of the other messages that he put out there. It's like it fell on deaf ears or went one ear and out the other. And that's that's the part of it that kind of uh, is puzzling to me how uh, somebody can have such a, a, a clear message. His message was clear. It wasn't hard to understand, but people would just take bits and pieces and run with what made them feel comfortable. And uh, it, I don't know. I think I think we'll be talking about him uh, even 10 years from now. I yeah. think he'll still be brought up. I think I think he really did make a big impact. No, and especially the fact that he passed so suddenly, right? There wasn't, like, 
I want to say that he may have had at least an upload the day before he passed. So like maybe the day before, two days before he passed, um, he had uploads. And what was crazy was um, I was on with a client at the time, you know, uh, doing a consultation. And as I'm on with the client, you text me, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're like, I think Cap Sam died. And I'm just like, yeah, right. You know, like, I literally probably heard something or saw upload from him the day before. And like you said in the outset, it shows you how fleeting life can be. And like, if there aren't things that you have, like, if there's things you haven't done or people you haven't said things to or things that you need to kind of clear up with people, clear them up, like do them because you just don't know. You know, like this guy literally was hitting his stride when it came to his pop, whether you hated him or loved him. You know what I'm saying? Like whether you hated mm -hmm. him or loved him, he was really just like in his stride. Even, I don't really know how old he was. What was he like 50? I think 51? it was 56. 56. Okay, however old he was, in his 50s, right? So he yeah. had just really hit his style because as we know, he had been uploading uh, videos to YouTube yeah, I think over a decade, probably. Years. You go back. And I've seen some of his old videos. He doesn't even look like the same person. Like, he didn't look like <laughs> the same person. His message was a little different. He was talking about different things and blah, blah, blah. And then you got to understand some of the minutia behind the game. Like, once he kind of found his niche, right, you start gaining some traction. You start to get some clicks. You're starting to get those comments. Well, then that's kind of the pocket that, you know, you have to stay in. And yep. I'm not saying that he didn't believe in that message because I believe that he did. But you also got to understand the game as well, you know, when it comes to content creation. But I do believe that he genuinely believed what he did about the importance of like a nuclear family. And I know that may not be as popular as it was some time ago, but having, you know, a mother and father. Um, and I guess depending on how long we talk about this, I'll tell you where I kind of disagree with some of the things that he said, but I never hated the message. I never hated the message. Um, and what I will say, and then I'll just stop talking for a second, is I may not have agreed with some of the delivery methods. You know, I may not have uh, um, agreed with some of the delivery messages, uh, methods, but the message to me was for the most part, for the most part, solid. Yeah, I can agree with that, 100%. I can agree with that. Um, it's just funny though, a lot of times he, he talked about, especially for guys to uh, be the best version of themselves, right. you know, physically, um, you know, with your employment or your entrepreneurial mentally, right? Mentally. Taking care of therapy if you needed it. Yeah. Your mental health, um, you know, financial literacy, he was big on all those kind of things, but you still have that small segment of guys that the only thing they, they remember is. Uh, some of these women out here are, aren't aren't a six or above, you know. They they, they want to just sit back and just watch a whole show of him ranking women and asking people what's their dress size and and it it just it created it it, it created a divide in that way because it, it was it wasn't no longer uniting people. It right. was just pushing people apart, which that's the part I hated about it. You, everybody totally ignored the self-improvement aspect of it right. and just focused strictly on um, degrading other people. 
and putting other people down to make yourself feel better. And that totally defeated his whole message. And I think because those clips got shared more and more. Yes. And those were the sound bites and the things that people latched onto. That's what his legacy became, which is sad because at the core, he had a great message. Be the best man you could be. Be the best father you could be. Be the best provider. Be the best husband you could be. Get in shape. Take care of your mental health. Nothing wrong with any of those things. Right. But I don't think he's going to be remembered for any of that part of being part of his message. I remember he would say sometime that he spoke to men for, I can't remember how many years it was, Rich, but he said for a couple, for X amount of this time or a year or two, he just was talking mm -hmm. to men and his message was really concentrating on men and you know, and everybody can go back and find these videos, you know, but those aren't the ones that really resonated with the general populace, right? Because I right. guess at that point, being on YouTube, uh, YouTube is historically a male dominated um, platform, right? So if you're, if it's a man talking about men, it may not, you know, if, if, if it's critiquing, it may not resonate as well. But when he began to critique the relationships between um, men and women and the value that men place in society, well, probably a lot more men kind of, you know, <laughs> gravitated toward that message. They kind of, you know, were able to um, latch on to that message. And I think that's what kind of started to get his popularity. And then like, yeah. you know, you would see this guy sharing it and that guy sharing it and then once some of the girls, you know, heard about it, they're like, girl, did, did you hear what he said to you? you? know, about this woman and to this woman. It was one viral video that I saw where I think it was the first time I ever saw one of his videos and he had kind of rated a female. And I was just like, dang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you, let me jump in, man. Yeah. You know one thing about those ratings that I, I'll, I'll admit I always hated is... Um, you couldn't win. You could you could be the most beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, very attractive women would call in, and he he had the whole game rigged when he said you couldn't you can't choose seven. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's some people out there they are a seven. Yeah, and that's but, a modest but, person's rating of themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and here's the thing. So you can't choose seven, and so they would they would say, okay, well, I'm an. They're either gonna say eight or six. You know, so yeah. if, if you said you were an eight. And then he'd say, "What were you in the room with, Sweetie and Beyonce? Like something." Beyonce's an eight. Yeah. Beyonce's an eight. So if Beyonce's an eight. Then he'd say, "So, so you, you go in a room with Beyonce. We put you in a room. Fifty percent of men choose Beyonce. Fifty percent choose you. All right. Okay. I'm not an eight. I'm a six. Right. So it, it, it the game was rigged. Um, yeah. That's the only thing. But I thought it was really clever how he did that. Um, yeah. It was it was impossible for anybody to really beat his system. Right. But uh, right. you know. The, it made it made for entertainment. Yeah, and and, and I agree. I believe that the goalposts <laughs> kept pushing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was Beyonce's like, an eight. I want to see the nine. I don't want to see the ten. Yeah, like you know, and, <laughs> and, and, right. So like, I did feel that it was a little rough. Like it really was. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was like it was rough. But I right. like, and I think I understand what I think his his goal was. I think he tried to get some women not all right because yeah. i believe that there are a ton of women even though they may not be what's classically termed as beautiful they have beautiful dispositions beautiful personalities they're good mothers good people good citizens all those things right and then you have mm -hmm. women who are all those things plus they look good 
but what he what he was talking to were I believe and I could be you know the man's not here anymore but what I believe he was talking to the women who had who had and there are some men who do the same thing so I'm trying to be real careful with this I'm not trying to you know upset anyone <laughs> The views expressed are of Anton Cates and not Harrison Blake Apparel. <laughs> I believe he was talking to people um, who had overinflated ideas of themselves, right? Yeah. Whether it be their looks, um, their marketplace value, as he would say, you know, because you had certain encumbrances or certain age. And, you know, certain people under any rule rules can be anomalies, right? You could yep. be, as a man, five foot four, you know, 375 pounds, and you could marry a supermodel. You could. Yeah. Is that, by and large, the truth or the rule? No, but it doesn't, you know, but it could happen to you. It could happen. It could happen. The likelihood's not that high, but it could happen. And I think what he was trying to do was help people, and in those cases, females or women, to be realistic, about their position in society and dating in the marketplace, I think. But it just was, it just, you know, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. Yeah, it was. But, um, <laughs> no, just, just, uh, just to kind of wrap this up, I'd like to get your thoughts on what do you think he'll be remembered for, for the work that he did, he did do a lot of matchmaking. He did do a lot of, bring a lot of couples together. He, he had did. testimonials. He did. He, he he did help a lot of young men really step up and get a little bit more serious, a little bit more maturity into their life. Right. He did, he did encourage mental health. He was a champion of mental health yep. and, and going to therapy, especially in our community, which especially, is huge. Especially, especially in our community. He, will he be remembered for that? Or will he be remembered for average at best soundbite videos? I'll um, let you have the final word. Yeah, I, I think we both know the answer to this, right? Um, I think by... He's going to be remembered for his polarizing um, opinion of women. I think that's what he's going to be um, remembered by, whether fair or unfair. And I think... He could be scrutinized fairly because I understand why a lot of, you know, people did bristle up and they felt a certain way, you know, about how he uh, approached a lot of topics. Um, but I think that he really did at its core, and that's what's difficult for us to, as humans, is once a message becomes unpalatable, then the message kind of gets lost in everything else. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what's going to be lost is that I think... And I could be wrong, and I and I and I, you know, open up to everybody. I, you know, tell me what you think. I think his message at its core made sense, but you know, I think part of it was how he felt. He may have had his own type of ideas and you know, life experiences that kind of shaped how he thought about relationships and women and all kinds of things. So I believe that could be a factor too. Um, but I think he will be, um, unfortunately, unfortunately remembered for being a polarizing figure especially within our community yeah thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the life of a gentleman podcast stay tuned for episodes every week and don't forget about our unstitched where we debate something that has to do with men's fashion style or the gentleman's lifestyle in general thanks again